What up, everybody? Welcome to the WNBA show brought to you by 265 Media. I'm Daniel Artes. I'm here with K-Dot, my partner in crime and stuff. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? What up? What it is? What's popping? Just blessed, man. I mean, excited. I mean, we had a full slate of opening weekend games, and it was phenomenal. So big shout out to the WNBA, shout out to WNBA Twitter, and shout out to everybody who's been following throughout the weekend because it was indeed an exciting opening weekend. So I just can't wait to talk about what we saw this past weekend. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, opening weekend of the W kicked off, started really well, started out with the Liberty and the Indiana Fever, you know, with a big game, the um, Liberty pulling it out because of Sabrina Unesco's uh, big three-pointer at the end of the game. And then, um, you know, oh, and we can't forget about Benajah Laney. You know what I'm saying? Her her start to her her New York career versus the team, you know what I mean? Um, versus the fever. I think the fever they cut her or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they did. And I mean, let's face it, I mean, she had a bone to pick with them, and she definitely showed that uh the past two games. So, like, I already know who who my who my pick is for later on in in the segment of this show yeah. so i won't i won't get into it right now but you know she she did her thing this weekend for sure yeah there's a lot of players that did their thing this weekend and we're going to get to that definitely man but you know let's let's talk about you know i mean the excitement of opening weekend and how excited like you know you were you know for it to uh, finally come like we here now so like you know what's going on like let me know how was you how was your how was you feeling so the the biggest the biggest thing for me was you know the the anticipation for uh year 25 season 25 to start like that was the big thing for me and what I what I enjoyed most about opening weekend was just kind of like you know everybody just being excited to finally get it started and for 25 seasons we've seen amazing amazing uh women play this game like their life depended depended on it and that's exactly what happened this weekend i mean every game that i saw every interaction that i saw on social media everything even when we get to 144 um with the documentary and shout out to chanae abumake um for uh executive producing that i mean just the the sure excitement of of everything was just um was just amazing and for me as a fan first i couldn't wait for it to get started and the fever and the liberty i mean they set the tone very very fast and then you turn around and you have the mercury and the links you know with their excitement at the end of that game, even though there was a little bit of somewhat clock controversy, still, I mean, the the sure excitement of it um, on Friday. So, you know, going into Saturday, I mean, of course, we had, you know, we had some, you know, we had some games that, you know, they weren't, uh, you know, they weren't nail biters, but just looking at the newly, um, uh, the, the newly acquired members of each team and how they were able to, to do what they had to do. You know, Candace Parker with the sky. I mean, she looked phenomenal. Um, and, you know, the Seattle storm being the defending champs, 
they didn't look like they missed a beat. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, it was, it was just amazing to see. And then, you know, to, to cap everything off, you know, with today, again, with the Liberty and the fever, you know, with the Liberty again, you know, just showing off, um, you know, how, um, how that roster is starting to come together and then, you know, capping it off with, uh, with the Mercury and the Connecticut sun. Um, and of course, you know, my biggest concern with the sun was the the loss of Alyssa Thomas, but again, they didn't look like they missed a beat either. So, you know, just overall, I mean, I was just, uh, just highly excited. Um, you know, we had a few, a uh, few talks, you know, through social media, um, of course, with, with Simone Augustus retiring and, her not getting enough love is what I wanted to see. Um, but today, you know, we had we had a few threads that came through and shout out to, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to call them out because I don't want to miss um, mispronounce or, or uh, misuse any of, of their Twitter handles, but they know who they are. So big shout out to you all for doing that Simone Augustus thread. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that were kind of like, hey, Simone Augustus retired. And she's pretty much a big deal. So why isn't anybody making it a big deal? So, um, but overall, man, you know, it, I mean, I, I just, I'm just excited that the W is back and it's a lot to talk about. Yeah. For me, you know, you know, I mean, just me being a first timer in this thing and like, you know, getting to know a lot of these new players and stuff like, it just goes to show like this league has a lot of great players, man. You know, like even tonight I'm watching somebody with high motor play, uh, Patrice mom premier, you know what I mean? Like never heard of her, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was just watching her with like high motor and stuff like that. Like, uh, Natasha Heidemann was one of my favorite players, um, to watch during this weekend because of her energy and everything else, you know, um, and we, you know, we, we, we're in love with the rookie Michaela, on your wear day right now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it was just dope. Um, even and even in a loss, you know, the first game, you know, Tierra McCowan was a beast. You know what I mean? Today, <laughs> tonight, you know, Sunday night or whatever, they kind of they limited her, but like, you know what I mean? Like she she started out, you know, she started out well. It just goes to show, like, you know, like just going down the list, it's just a lot of amazing players, man. Um you know, in this league and stuff like that. So for me, for a first timer, just getting to know everybody, you know, seeing everybody for the first time, I'm just looking forward, you know, um, to 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 watch these amazing women, you know, go on and, and hoop and I'm, um, you know, watching them get better, you know, as the season, you know, goes goes by and everything, you know. So yeah, let's let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the teams that was um a surprise and uh, the teams that, you know, in your opinion, that continue to to where they left off last season. Absolutely. So uh, my surprise team um, right now is I know it's only one game, but uh, my surprise team is the Dallas Wings. I mean, if you look at how they were able to execute on Friday night against the the Los Angeles Sparks, I mean, that was something that was that to me that came out of left field. That really came out of left field. I mean, Alicia Gray, she did her thing. She had 23 points, um, nine rebounds. Um, and uh, it wasn't the best game for Rike Abumawale, um, but she did come up um, and showed up a little bit in that second half. Um, but my biggest uh, thing is the number one overall pick in Charlie Collier uh, having that double-double. Um, and what – got me was coach Vicky Johnson executing um, 
the way that she did against a, a veteran savvy Los Angeles Sparks team. And I know that chemistry is everything and uh, each team may not have the chemistry just yet, but that was really surprising to me how, um, how slow the Sparks came out. And it just seemed like they just couldn't, you know, they couldn't get out of their own way. And the Dallas Wings just took advantage of it. One thing that I did notice, um, I, I did notice that um, Coach Vicky, uh, she did go for the majority of the time with most of her vets, um, of course, because uh, we saw Chelsea Dungey come in late. And um, I'm, I can't even remember if Dana even touched the floor. Um, but you know, using, you know, her, her veterans, um, for the majority of that game, I mean, they were on a roll. So of course, uh, I guess coach, um, decided that she didn't want to, you know, um, you know, she didn't want to mess up the, the chemistry that was already going on, you know, with, with her team. So she just decided to stay with, with the lineups that she did. But again, my, my biggest, uh, my biggest questions about, um, the sparks is what's up with their execution. I mean, at, at times they just look confused. Um, defensively, they look confused. Offensively, they look like they didn't know, you know, what they wanted to do um, there. So that was definitely surprising. Um, a, another uh, a, a team, of course, that I want to talk about um, without uh, losing a step is, of course, the the Seattle Storm. Seattle Storm, one of one of the most prolific offenses um, last year in the uh, 2020 season, which led them to that uh, championship. Um, they looked like they didn't miss a beat, you know, even with Natasha Howard not being there, even with uh, Ariel um, moving on. Um, I mean, not Ariel, uh, um, uh, Alicia uh, moving on. Um, so what what got me was nothing changed. You know, Brianna was still Brianna. Sue was still Sue. But the acquisition of Candace Wiggins um, definitely helped um, uh, a lot. Uh, and not Candace Wiggins, I'm sorry, Candace Dupree. Um, that helped a, a lot. And I mean, the, the offense was was just was just spectacular. And I mean, Izzy, she she was just phenomenal um, playing the, the, the pick and roll. Uh, with with Sue and with Brianna um, as well, getting cross matches and and the aces just they just couldn't they couldn't handle um, they couldn't handle it defensively. So um, that you know that's a team that I thought that you know didn't miss a step. And of course, um, you know I'm not going to get into too much detail, but the Connecticut Sun they didn't miss a step um, at all. And of course, Duana Bonner, you know that's that's you know that's my that's my ace right there, a, a scoring machine. Um, coming out of the weekend, um, a little over 24 points a game um, against the Atlanta Dream and the uh, Phoenix Mercury tonight. So, you know, those were some of the teams that I thought, um, you know, were they, they just kept the kept the pedal to the middle. And then, of course, the other teams that I thought was a, a very big surprise. So what about you? Well, um, I would I would like to say, you know, the, the Liberty, you know, going two and 20. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? They already matched their season total in a weekend. You know, absolutely. So, so that was one of my surprise teams. So like, even though we, we knew that, you know, they got better, you know what I mean? Just seeing them come out with the urgency, like, hey, we're trying to win this year. You know what I mean? Over these past two games was was pretty cool. And um, 
you know, um, Sabrina Inescu's game, man. I really like her game. You know, I mean, I haven't, you know, I haven't really seen her play since her college days. And then, of course, you know, she got that injury last year. So, you know, I, mean, I missed out on that. But, you know, she's showing everybody that not only she could get buckets, but I was I was surprised that she's a better playmaker than I thought because she was just, you know, scoring in college a lot. So for her, you know, I mean, she's she's dishing the ball out and stuff, you know, what I mean, on um, the way she was doing in that first game um, today, she was a little bit different. I think she had about six turnovers um, against four assists. So she got to um, improve on that. but. You know, um, just just watching the Liberty come out with that with that change is a new season, is a new era, and um, you know, just I was I was just enjoying it. And um, as far as like the 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 Las Vegas Aces, I was really disappointed in how they came out, and um, I thought they they could have came out a little bit better. You know, um, love Asia Wilson, love Liz Cambage, um, but I don't think that um tandem is going to work in this in this in, in this W because of the way everything is up and down more. And I kind of, I kind of feel like that they are just going to get in each other's way. And it's not, it's not an era of basketball anymore where you need two big post players and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to have to, you know, figure that out or whatever, you know what I mean? But Asia, you know, strong her for her newfound, you know, range and everything, you know what I mean? Hitting the three and stuff like that. So just, just seeing her improvement, you know what I mean? From, from the long ball, she said she was going to take him. So she obviously, you can see, you can see that, you know, she'd been working on adding that part in her game. And that's how that tandem of Cambage and, and Wilson is going to work. It's definitely going to um, come down to, can Asia really shoot that jumper consistently? Because, you know, you know, two players on the post is not going to work at the same time. So somebody going to have to sacrifice and step out a little bit. And then somebody else is going to have to, um, you know, do that do that dirty work so I, I see i understand what they're definitely trying to do and kudos to um, asia wilson on you know noticing that and making that um and making that change to her game yo you know um so we both nominated phoenix versus minnesota and new york versus indiana obviously you know what i mean for one of the most exciting endings to the game so but now you gotta talk about just one we're not going to say two you know what I'm saying? You got to talk about one. Which one out of the, those both game winners on Friday, you know, was the um, the ones was the one that stuck stood out more to you? Well, for me, uh, I'm definitely, and it's not because um, it's the it's the hometown. Um, I'm I'm being very genuine when I say this. It, it's, it has to be the Fever Liberty game with uh, UNESCO hitting that deep three to basically go ahead and, and win the game. But I don't want to talk about it from just that shot. We got to talk about the sequences that happened before that. Yeah. Now, there was a case where um, I believe uh, Sabrina, she hit, she hit the last eight of uh, the Liberty's uh, points, you know, go, going down the stretch. And from what I can remember uh, with the sequences, I believe that uh, it, it got to a point where the fever were up five. Um, Sabrina came down, hit a three. Now they're down two. They get a stop. Sabrina uh, gets fouled. She hits two free throws. Um, and then that next stop was uh, Kelsey Mitchell travel. And that stuck out to me because the identity of New York finally showed in, in that particular play. And here's, Here's why. So in that particular play, Kelsey Mitchell was looking for um, a high screen. Um, but what 
the Liberty did was they delayed um, a blitz off of that screen. And because they delayed the blitz, Kelsey Mitchell thought she had a particular move that she could make. And unfortunately, she shifted her foot, which caused her to travel. And that's something that's different from what we saw last year with this Liberty team. I think at, at, at a point where if the Liberty were up and then a team comes back and then that the opponent is up, then the Liberty just gives up. But not Friday. I mean, they, they got down five and it, it was still a feeling in the atmosphere saying, OK, the Liberty can still win this game. And that's exactly what happened. And I mean, when you look at those sequences, I mean, of course, it starts off with the uh, Sabrina three that um, cuts the lead from five to two. But then like she just puts, you know, she puts on a show by getting fouled. And then that next possession, you know, Kelsey Mitchell ended up traveling by shuffling her foot and the final play of the game and shout out to the off the glass podcast, Zach, he actually broke it down um, perfectly. Um, They, they went for, uh, they actually went, for a, a brush screen, but um, actually Sabrina kind of um, showed the screen, but then ended up um, coming back, um, coming back off of a off of a, um, a dribble handoff, and she ends up, you know, getting the ball, taking that, you know, taking that one step, going into a three point shot, and once she released it, it was like that's it, that's going in, and then bang. 90 to 87, the Liberty with 0.4 seconds remaining. And again, I think that sticks out to me more because of if you compare that Liberty team from last year, I don't think that happens. I just don't think that happens. I think the Liberty just gives up, but they didn't give up. They executed uh, their, their executed plays both um, on the defensive end and on the offensive end, and they ended up getting the victory. And I mean, that's a big confidence booster for a team, you know, that's been, uh, that's been rebranded, retooled, um, you know, re and, and refocusing on, on winning. So, you know, that's the game that really stuck out to me. And of course, just looking at the rookie, Michaela Anyawere, she was just phenomenal, um, especially playing a four position. Um, and I'm not going to ignore Dee Dee Richards because she made some um, great defensive plays as well and also made some great plays on the offensive end. Um, one thing that, I, that I'm going to love to see with Dee Dee is, you know, of course, um, improving her jump shot because she's definitely going to need that um, in the W. But her playmaking abilities and her defensive prowess um, definitely helped um, kind of make the runs that they made on Friday and was able to uh, seal off the victory. So um, what, what about you? Um, for, for, for me, yeah, I, I, I did like that ending between um, New York and Indiana better than Phoenix and Minnesota, only because of that controversy um, in that Minnesota game and stuff like that, which would have never happened in the NBA. They would have got that correct. Of course, you know I'm saying, um, you know, but still big shot by Tarazi from the logo. You know what I'm saying? That, that was a big shot. But just like the the more, you know, the drama with, um, you know, Inescu hitting that big three and everything. That was that was the one that, that pretty much, you know, you know, stood out for me and stuff. And I'm not going to really talk about 
of Michaela's game because actually we're going to move on to Michaela right now because you know we we did kind of mention you know Charlie Collier and everything but she wasn't the only rookie that actually stood out you know what I'm saying like so Charlie you know she had a double a double double in her first game but man listen Michaela on your worry bro you know what I'm saying like this one right here she's special man and you know I've, I've been high on her since since um I scouted her, you know what I mean, for the draft and everything, and like you know what she did, um, eighteen points her first game, ten points today. And it's not even about the points, man. It's just that she just fit. She just yeah. she been out there for years and stuff like that. She don't look like a rookie at all. She just look like she's just playing like a vet. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's really talented. She's not scared or nothing like that. She's just out there just hooping and stuff, man. So like you know, um, of course you know with with um Charlie though, Charlie Collier, you know, um. I had my doubts about her because of what she did against, you know, big time opponents. Like we seen what a little Boston did with her. We seen, um, you know, we, we seen what Natasha Mack did with her as well. So that was my questions and stuff like that. So like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm high on Charlie, but I still want to see more. I want to see her do it against every night, every night, every night. Cause what she, what she's going up against in college with a little Boston and, you know, Natasha Mack, she's going to see that from every post player this season you know what i'm saying so absolutely i want to i want to still see more and stuff but it's still impressive in your first game to get you know what i mean a double double 11 and 10 for her you know what i'm saying um i think that she has a nice career too um ahead of her you know what i mean she she's quick you know what i mean she could get up and down that court fast and stuff she she's um she's strong as an ox she can pulse you know what i mean and i'm um, like i still i think that she's a special player i just want to i still want to see more though Absolutely. And one thing that, that I want to highlight about Charlie is that she she literally did this against the Sparks, you know, with the, you know, with the, the Bumake sisters. I mean, that's that's impressive in itself, um, to be honest with you. And um, I, you're absolutely right. You know, we do want to see more um, more. We don't want to see that sample size just because it's the Sparks. We want to see consistency throughout the throughout the season. And I think. Um, she can be capable of doing that. Um, so hopefully she is capable of doing that. And, and we can't wait to see uh, what else uh, she has in store. But that was definitely impressive. Um, she was my my thing in that game was her ability to rim run, um, grabbing, grabbing the boards and just rim running, you know, from one end to the other. Um, she had some she had some high energy. Um, her offensive rebound rebounding was um what was was great um, as well, and at least um, getting into positions where her teammates can actually get the loose ball, um, even if she didn't grab the offensive rebound herself. Um, she was just a pest. She was a pain down there, and it definitely hurt the Sparks. Um, so I, I think that um, you know she was she was definitely you know a, a, a great. Um, uh, pick up for the Dallas Wings and coach Vicki Johnson. She definitely has um, a lot of work um, ahead of her, you know, with this team, because um, I didn't, I really didn't see that. I, I legit didn't see that coming from the wings um, de uh, defeating the, uh, the sparks uh, Friday night. So, you know, great that, I mean, that was, that was great. So I want to get into a segment, um, a, a new segment, that yeah. that we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, please explain it to them to, to me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh without further ado, hey, let's play Uno. 
<laughs> and this segment um, is simple. We're 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 gonna play we're gonna play a little bit of Uno, but here are the rules. These aren't black rules. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna choose between some pre-key cards. Okay. So we're gonna choose a draw four player of the weekend. And that draw four player of the weekend is, you know, when you're playing Uno. And you had that one person that calls Uno and you're and you're next, right? You're next. And as soon as they call Uno, you're just waiting for you got that, you got that trump card, you got that draw four that's ready for them to draw four and choose your color. That's that power card. Mm-hmm. And this and the draw four player of the week is that player that was that power card for their team. Mm-hmm. Okay. The wild card team of the week. Of course, another power card. You have the power to change the color at any point of the game because yep. you have that wild card. <laughs> so, so the wild card team of the week is that team that just was able to just change the dynamics of, of your thinking going even before going into the game. Okay. And then we have our skip team of the week where it's like oh they didn't have it this week we're just going to skip them <laughs> and hopefully they 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 get it together and then we have your reverse card team of the week where it's like oh man coming in we thought they they were going to come in killing but then uh you hit the reverse and eh, it's just not that it, it just wasn't their day so of course four cards the draw four player of the week or the weekend, the wild card team of the weekend, the skip card team of the weekend, and then the reverse card team of the weekend. So to save face, I'm going to go first. All right. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> so my draw for player of the weekend is an obvious one. Yep. It, I mean, come on. <laughs> Benaja Laney. Yeah. Of the New York Liberty. Yeah. I mean, she comes in, um, especially after today's performance. I mean, she comes in averaging 25 points, um, you know, and she has been a, a, a pretty big spark offensively for the New York Liberty. And, um, you know, of course, with the help of Sabrina um, uh, Unescu and uh, Michaela Anyaware, I mean, we know that Benaja was just a person that, listen, I'm going to put the ball in the hoop. And there's nobody that's going to stop me. Shooting 50% from three, um, averaging about six uh, three-point attempts um, and making three of them. You know, she was just uh, amazing. And, of course, this is probably one of those times where she's having that, like, revenge game against the Fever because that's her former team. And she felt like she was slighted, um, you know, especially after being most improved player. Um a season prior and you know she she was just ready for the moment uh this weekend and that's my draw for player of the week now my wild card team of the week oh wait, is, wait, 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 wait. we gotta go one-on-one man you know what i'm saying let me get my draw for on all right well we'll <laughs> yeah we'll alternate that's my bad we'll alternate we'll alternate let's, let's get it all right yeah hey Benaja laney 
and I finally get to pronounce her name right too. I'm struggling <laughs> with that name for like two months now, but um, really, that's a really good pick, man. But you know what, man, I gotta go. I, I gotta go with the player, man, who who um who bounced back like it was nothing. You know what I mean, Brianna Stewart, man. Oh, yeah, 28, 13 and one, man. You know, just her usual dominant self and, and everything, man. You know what I mean? Kind of make me want to change my MVP pick again or whatever, but I can't <laughs> do it right now. You know? Um, nah, but, um, you know, Brianna, you know, back like she lost her car keys, man. Just same old thing every day, man. She's just, she's just one of those players that just get it done. It's just like whatever and stuff like that. But, you know, of course, she got to do more because her team, you know, what we was talking about in our preview show. They lost a lot, to be honest. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even for them, for what they did to Vegas, it was it was just a shocking thing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's that's my um draw for a player of, of the weekend right there. And she did it really low key, too. Really low key. It was, it really was low key. I mean, oh gosh, because I mean, you had Jordan Canada out there getting buckets, Jewel Lloyd was out there getting buckets, Sue Bird even said, Hey, let me let me get a little bit of buckets right quick. Um, but yeah, but Brianna, yeah, Brianna, I mean, it's like, man, it's nothing. And she's just coming off those, um, championships overseas. So, you know, I, I, I definitely dig it now on to my wild card team of the week, and I'm going to keep it funky and I'm gonna keep it in the West. I'm gonna go with the Seattle storm. And the reason why I'm gonna go with the Seattle storm is because once again, they haven't missed a beat offensively. They just looked unstoppable and against the, I mean, arguably the favorite to win the WNBA 2021 championship, Las Vegas Aces, they looked like they were still sleeping from the finals <laughs> in the bubble. Seriously, even with Liz Cambage out there and even with Chelsea Gray out there and even with Derricka Hamby out there, I mean, Seattle just put a number on them and I know it was um, opening weekend and I know it was the very first game, but Seattle just looked clean and crisp at every moment of the game. So that's my wild card team of the weekend. What about yours? Ooh, my wild card team of the weekend is another one that um, I think they, they're going to make some noise. We're talking about the power teams like the Chicago's, like the Seattle team, like the Vegas squad. But listen, my wild card team is going to be the Connecticut Sun. You know, I like that. Yeah, because um, on any given night, you know, you got listen, I, I'm just a, a, a Dewan, a Dewana Bonner guy. You know what I'm saying? That, that's my girl right there. I love like, watching her play. You know, what I mean, how she just played that that um those multi-positional type of player, you know what I'm saying? With her slight build and stuff, just being as slim as she is, but she just gets the job done. We've seen her tonight, you know, dominating and everything, you know what I'm saying? We've seen her in game one doing her thing. And as well as, you know, John Quell Jones, you know what I'm saying? And um, look, Zach hit me up and was like that, you know, John Quell Jones play, plays a lot like Joel and B. And I'm looking, I'm like, yo, you know what? Yeah, you're right, Zach. You know what I'm saying? Like the way, like the way she just she just get after it, you know. Brianne January, you know, one of the um, greatest point guards in WNBA history and stuff. One of the all time great three point shooters coming in there, you know, basically playing in front of a Connecticut crowd for the first time, and you know, me her, you know, doing her thing and everything. Like this, this team is good. And on uh, Natasha Heidelman again, you know, me with, with her energy, you know, Patrice uh, Mom Premier, 
you know what I mean, with her with her energy too as well. I really like this Connecticut team, man. You know, I think that um as I as we get, you know, we move forward in the season and I'm watching them play more, I think I'm gonna be right about them. You know what I mean? That's a team that has been, you know, nearly winning the title these past couple of years. And that they can actually, you know, we need to, you know, show them some love. And I think that this year they could really put a scare on the team. Yeah, I like I like that a lot because again, you have to remember losing Alyssa Thomas to injury. Yes. You know, I I I was kind of like, okay, what's going to what's going to happen? But I mean, they haven't missed a beat, you know, just like you said, John Quo Jones, Dewana Bonner, you know, they're, you know, they're 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 putting up, you know, they're putting up those those crazy those crazy numbers. And I, again, they only play two games, but the chemistry. I mean, they're they're beating teams by I think a margin of I think eleven or twelve points, um, uh, this this season so far. So I mean that's I mean that's amazing in itself. And you, of course, you know game one of course is against the Atlanta Dream, but game two was against the Phoenix Mercury, and the Phoenix Mercury, um, I predicted. Uh, was going to have a, a better year than they did last year, even though they made the playoffs. I thought that they were going to make a little bit of a jump um, as a playoff team last year um, coming into this year. So, you know, that's very, uh, you know, that's very, very uh, impressive by, by the Connecticut Sun. All right. Now. Hold on. I want to make one more point real quick, too. We can't forget about this one. And um, Dijanae Carrington as well. Yes. Yes. Her, her defensive, you know, powers so she she's 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 just different man she is and she's totally different and i think that uh, a player like her that's not scared you know what i mean that that can actually you know play you know shut down perimeter defense like this is why connecticut you know they're going to be that wild card team you know what i'm saying because of what 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 they can do she can take she can take a a scorer out, out their game i really think absolutely so. yeah absolutely so my <laughs> Skip card team of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, I hate to do this to them, but they're same team too. And we should just skip them. Go ahead. Say it, skip and move right right past them. <laughs> I, I don't know if we got the same team. I got the Washington Mystics. <laughs> and the reason why I have the Washington Mystics is, you know, just looking at this weekend, I know that they play Chicago. They play Chicago at home. Um, but you know, they just did. They just didn't didn't look like. Uh, you know, they they had it, and I know Elena Deladon was out. Um, but when you have, um, you know, Tina Charles, Ariel Atkins, um, Natasha Cloud, Leilani Mitchell playing, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you thought they would have been at least competing. Um, and the second quarter really just uh, just didn't work for them. Um, Chicago just went all out and um, put a full full court press on them. Um, and at, at that point, they it just looked like um, they they didn't they they didn't compete um, enough. So you know we're going to take this weekend um, you know f- to to skip them. And you know, live to fight to fight another uh, another game. So, what what do you have? I have two teams. I'm gonna skip, and I ain't going in on it. I'm just gonna skip them. That's the Atlanta Dream and the Los Angeles Sparks. I have, nothing, <laughs> I have nothing to say on them. You know, what I'm saying they came out, didn't play up to potential and stuff. Well, at least the Dream they tried at the end and stuff like that. The Sparks just got spanked. 
And um, you know, that's 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 my skip. That's the skips that I'm using. <laughs> All right. And then the final, the final one, the reverse uh card team of the weekend is definitely the team that I picked for the WNBA championship this year is the Las Vegas Aces. They gotta figure it out and they better figure it out. They better figure it and Everybody said, yeah, it's just one game. Yeah, but sometimes that one game can define an entire season. You're right. Just sometimes. And they just didn't have it against Seattle, at, at least in going into the, the second quarter. Because in the first quarter, I mean, they looked really good. They re- looked really decent. Um, Seattle um, had to figure some some things out. Um, they were up um, at 1.2419. If I'm not mistaken, um, Asia was having a quarter. She had 12 points in the first quarter and she was she was really balling out. But then, you know, suddenly um, Seattle just came out with that offense and just went, you know, just just took them to bed, basically. And this goes back to last season. Um, The Aces just cannot figure out the Seattle storm. And hopefully they better figure it out um, this year, because if they meet again, and if they potentially meet in the playoffs, then that's trouble. So I am going to use my reverse card and hopefully they get it together. Um, and they, I think they will get it together. Um, hopefully I know with, with Liz and, and Asia, um, Bill, uh, coach Bill Lambeal, he's going to have to figure this out with Angel McCartry not being out there. Um, he's, he's definitely um, still, clinging on to that uh to that inside game and you need to spread it out more because offensively they just didn't look like they had it in the second quarter and then defensively they just looked all discombobulated um out on the wings i mean they had um bad cross matches each time um so you know i hope they can figure it out so i'm gonna use my reverse card on the las vegas aces what about you i'm gonna use my um, I'm gonna use my reverse card on the Dallas Wings more so as a oh, I slammed the door and I'm oh snap, let me open up the door and go back to them real quick. Listen, we, <laughs> we, we, listen, we seen what the Dallas Wings did to the Sparks, man. And um, look, Alicia Gray, 23 points, nine rebounds, four assists, four steals, active. Um, Arike still, still gotta get her name right again, <laughs> you know. Um, she, 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 I, I don't think that she shot too well this game, but of course, she still has 17 points, so she's still contributing and everything like that. Um, but the wings, they just shocked. I think they shocked pretty much everybody when they beat the Sparks the way they did. You know, what I mean, they beat them by 23 points and stuff like that. So that's pretty much my reverse team of the week. And I had to just go back and check on them, like, yo, y'all good back there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? And stuff like that. And then, you know, please free a walk. We want a walk. Let's go, man. You know what I'm saying? So I can't wait for her to come over here and see how this wings team looks too as well. So what about our final thoughts and expectations moving forward? Um, you know, regarding this upcoming week in games and, you know I mean, for the season. For me, listen, we didn't even, I didn't even give the sky any love. We didn't really give the sky any love. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to shout out Khalil Cooper, you know, Candace Parker, who looked super dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course. Listen, this is what makes Chicago so scary, too, because of the fact that you have a player like Candace Parker who can actually grab a rebound, dribble up, make a point guard play, and then you got the point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like you Salute. got. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
that team, like with Candace Parker, and then you got Candace Parker playing defense too. And I, I was reading a, um, a quote that was saying, like, if you would have said Candace Parker playing defense, you know, coming in, you would have laughed or whatever, stuff like that. But like, she's just definitely bringing this veteran leadership, this anchor and everything, you know what I'm saying? So like, I just wanted to just give the Chicago Sky, you know, their flowers and stuff. And um, my expectations, you know, moving forward, you know what I mean? It's going to be a really great um, WNBA season. Um, I think that, you know, for everybody that got the WNBA league pass and stuff, I think that, you know, the WNBA still dropped the ball a little bit with the blackout games and everything. You know what I'm saying? I had to buy YouTube TV just so I can watch these games on CBS. Okay. Yeah. When I'm watching the game on CBS, KDOT, I'm watching, um, it looked like the, the same quality of Lisa Leslie when she missed her dunk, the first WNBA game. That's how bad the quality was. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So CBS, you know what I mean? You know, I, I, listen, YouTube TV is $65 a month and I'm paying for it now. You know what I'm saying? So like what's going on, get it together. You know what I'm saying? I think that, um, with, you know, um, they still got a lot of things going on, especially with these blackouts and stuff like that. But for all in all, man, listen, for a first timer covering the games and stuff, I, I had really fun and I'm really, I had a, a, a really fun time and I'm looking forward, you know, for the, um, for the rest of the for the rest of the season to enjoy these games. What about you, brother? You know what? Listen, that was that was like perfect. I'm not even going to give you a final th- like. That's the next. That's the next segment from this point forward. We're going to call it DA's final thoughts. Like that's it. And don't convince me otherwise because that <laughs> was perfect. Thank you. Brother. So we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. All right. So let's go ahead and. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go ahead and call it call it for the night, man. I'm going to call it for the night. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to um, the WNBA show brought to you by 265 Media. Before we go, though, man, we got to give our flowers to Tamika Catchings going to the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, oh, my also, goodness. Shout out. Shout out to Lauren Jackson and Yolanda Griffin for going into the um, Hall of Fame for next year, man. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, that's KDOT. I'm getting our chest. Love is love, man. Peace. Peace out.